Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. Welcome to episode 139. <laughs> how are you doing, Josh Roar? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Awesome. So what's going on in the powerlifting world? So we talked about Equip Nationals filling up last week. And I'm sorry, we talked about Raw Nationals filling up last week. And update this week is Equip Nationals has filled up. So they reached the cap at 180. They originally had a cap set at 120, I believe. And they decided to reopen it and add a platform. So it sounds like it's going to be one day, two sessions, three platforms. And I'm anxiously, personally, I'm anxiously waiting the schedule to be released to know when who's lifting when because handling is going to be a little tricky because we have five five female lifters competing. So I'm kind of hoping they do like men and women lightweight session one, men and women heavyweight session two. That way it kind of splits up our lifters. Otherwise, I'm going to have five equipped lifters on three different yeah. platforms in the first session. That's going to be a little bit tough. <laughs> that would be a lot tough. Yeah. Especially so, during squats. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm not sure if a bunch of raw lifters ended up registering or or what, um, but mm. that is, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think there are some that signed up because they didn't get into raw. So they signed up for equip. So it'll be interesting to see if they wear gear or if they just show up and lift raw or not, but either way, it's exciting because it'll be a a full competitive meet. Or, Hey, just put on some knee wraps. Yeah. Gateway. Give it a shot. Yeah. What what do you got to lose? I mean, I would love a classic division. I think that would be cool. Well, there is a classic division. Wait, when? Did you not know this either? This has been out for over a year now. So yeah, there's a raw with wraps division. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. It's only at the local level um, because at, na- at the national level, the raw with wraps gets put into the equipped division. So they have to go to equipped right. nationals. Yeah, but then you got to wear the whole thing. You don't have yeah. to. You can still just wear knee wraps. Yeah, but everybody else is wearing it and then you're not competitive. So come on. So put on gear then. So tight. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? You're, you're like... <laughs> You're grumpy today. Um, just like I, I did. I lift. I squatted today. That's good. Yeah, I put on my my squatty bottoms, and I had I got those insert um, the the knee sleeves that you can self tighten. Okay. You know they've got Velcro. You pull it across. Yeah. And those are way easier than wraps, and they feel good. Well, so, since when's it been about feeling good? <laughs> I don't know. I got old and somewhere in there. And <laughs> I don't know. Once you get out of gear, going back into gear is like, ah, it hurts. Yeah. So there is one update in terms of getting into these meets still. So uh, what I said last week was I hope that they let pro card holders in. Well, they are giving, I'm not sure how much time they have. It's, it's only like, couple days or a week or something like that but they messaged all the pro card holders and said you can register um still both for raw and equipped the catch there is 
I don't know if that opened for them yet, but it's a short window that they have. But the the catch is it's going to be for current pro card holders. So people that earn it in the future before nationals that I don't think are going to get in. Um, mm. There's still a chance that they let that happen, but it sounds like that is a no-go. Um, mm. So um, where that comes into play too, though, is uh, regionals. So regionals haven't happened yet. And as we talked about before, regionals are a qualifier for raw and equipped nationals um, by virtue of giving you a 50 kilo handicap towards your qualifying total. So being that the meets already full, that kind of invalidates regionals to a degree. But so what they did is they just made an announcement that if you hit that handicap total this year, it will allow you to register for next year. So essentially anybody that does regionals next year will also get that 50 kilo handicap. So there's going to be even more people theoretically getting in through regionals next year uh, than there has been in the past. So uh, I, I expect the only way to make that manageable is for the qualifying totals to go up a lot, but we'll see if that happens or not. So, so if you are doing regionals, don't give up on that this year because it still does count for your qualifying total for next year. So, so I guess I should clarify that. So if you hit the handicapped qualifying total this year, that qualifies you for nationals next year. So if, if, um, if qualifying totals change and go up, if you hit it this year, that qualifies you for next year. So that might be a little hint too. Like if I don't know, this is as fact, but my guess is they're going to go up. So regionals might be your, your shot this year. Right. Shoot your shot, man. I would expect they'd go up if they've, you know, since they filled up this year. Yeah. You know, that's one way to make that not happen again. Yep. Or so, <laughs> maybe not. Well, but. yeah, in theory, but <laughs> right. who knows? Right. We'll see. Um, right. So, other news. Uh, Foreigner and Loverboy are coming to Atlanta. It's a pretty good uh, mix-up. I love both. Yeah. Uh, Have there's you seen the, Foreigner since I've, they I've, became... It's like a different singer, I think. Yeah, I've actually, I've seen him twice with the new singer. Uh-huh. It's crazy. He sounds just like, just like Lou Graham. Like, oh. sounds just like him. It's crazy. Um, so, uh, we bought tickets. Hope and I did. So we are going. So this is a, a public announcement. If anybody wants to join us, Thursday, July sixth, at Ameris Bank Amphitheater in Alpharetta. Uh, we got lawn seats because otherwise it'd be hard to coordinate everybody sitting together. So tickets are only thirty four fifty a piece for the lawn seats. So, uh, Laura, Dan, whoever else wants to go, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, I might have to look at that because that would be right up my alley. Yeah, I mean, Loverboy and Foreigner. I've, well, I've so I've always wanted to see Loverboy, but I never have. But I've seen Foreigner right. twice, so this is kind of like pretty awesome. And actually, how I found out about it, I didn't even know they were coming. I was actually listening to the radio and. The radio station said that Foreigner is looking for um, your high school band uh, to be an opening act or something like that. So basically they're looking for, um, they're taking submissions from high schools to uh, basically any high school in Georgia that sends them a video of them singing one of their Foreigner songs. They're going to pick like their two favorite and they get to actually be the opening act for Foreigner and Loverboy. So wow. How like cool that, would that, that be? That's pretty sweet. But then <laughs> that's awesome. as Hope said though, like 
nobody in high school even knows who Foreigner and Loverboy are. So like nobody's even going to apply for that. But I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe, maybe they do. Maybe, I, I hope. I some hope. some some choir instructor is is knows them and is like going to have them do it, and they don't even know. Yeah. So that's cool. July sixth. In high school, I had a music teacher that had us study um, Tommy the musical as part of our music class. Things that would not happen today is that. <laughs> have you ever seen Tommy the musical? No. Of course you haven't because you what, haven't seen what Wayne's you, World. What would make you think I've heard of anything? You're, yeah. But there are parts of Tommy the Musical where pedophilia is introduced, massive drug use. I mean, things that probably wouldn't fly in high school for topics. Um, not saying it's condoned. It, it was condoned in the movie, but just the, the themes were rather adult. And this was middle school for us. <laughs> wow. That's pretty, pretty... Uh intense yeah things that wouldn't happen now. yeah yeah it's a great rock opera by the way if you're ever just like sitting around like hey let's watch tommy the hue the, the who wow by the who can't speak anyway so we had we had voting this week that we was did. exciting yeah it was supposed to be saturday but i didn't get around to getting the graphics done until sunday so i apologize for that but yeah uh you want to read them off yeah so because we did this by by colors, it's not going to be super meaningful for people unless they happen to remember how they did this. And I did find when I was voting myself, going through the, the story, I had to hold down the, you know, you have to touch your phone and keep it touched. I don't even know how to say that so that it doesn't move on because it kept scrolling. The first time I went through, I was like, wait, I can't read the, the list. So make sure when you're going through the list, you know, take your finger out. And put it on the screen, make it stop because other people know about that. I'm, yeah, it was, it wasn't me. So I held it still. Oh, you're, you're laughing at me. I am you're because laughing. because you also said that your votes didn't go through for some reason. Yeah. So I'm thinking is because you were holding down the screen while you tried to vote. Like you can't be holding the screen while you vote. But I didn't. I held it down until I figured out who I wanted to vote, and then I clicked it, mm. and I could see that it took, hmm. and then it just would go on to the next one. Weird. Well, maybe, but then I, mean, I, maybe I went back to... and I voted again and I went back and I voted again. I was like, how, am I getting multiple votes now or what? Is your app updated they... to the most recent version? Probably maybe? not. Because that could no. be, I, I don't, I have no idea. I'm just making yeah. up possible so, solutions. Maybe that'd be it too. But yeah, I can't read that fast. So there's no way I could have looked at both lists um, yeah. and actually evaluated them. So I say, hold it down and then vote. Uh, so if you were voting between lavender and gray, well, lavender won. Not super meaningful for people because we can't really list off all the songs that were on there. But we are saying who's been eliminated. And I'm sorry, Wesley Toller, the gray list, lost out to Lavender. What was the score? Uh, nine to eight. So it was a close call. Sorry, Wesley. Yeah. And then moving on between orange and teal, Chris Elmore loses. <clears throat> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. That was really mean of me. Sorry, Chris. I know that meant a lot to you. The score was 13 to 6. So Orange really kicked Chris's butt. So after that, we had Green and Yellow. Gary Jacobs got eliminated. The score was 12 to 4 with Green going on. And then we had a matchup that got 10 and 10, even score. Tan got 10 and Peach got 10. So we have no elimination there. 
Moving on to Mint versus Sky Blue. Mint lost to Sky Blue. Katie Dodge's list was eliminated seven to 10. And the last list was Beige versus Brown, which was a close call, nine to 10. Beige lost, and that was Amber. I can't see my screen. Dumbaya? Yeah. Am I saying that right? Okay. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Amber's list got um, eliminated narrowly. So our next round of matchups goes on next uh, this weekend, right? Yep. So basically, I, I didn't. I was in a hurry. Let's start with that. And I didn't get the tournament okay. set up correctly. So typically, like if if everybody would have won this week, we would have got to a point where we were down to three. So then, how do you do that? We could just do like three all together. Um, so I was supposed to have like a first round by this week, but I didn't because I was just in a hurry. So. What I decided to do is give a second round by to the person that won with the most votes and the most votes was the orange list this week. So how we're going to pair week two is the highest vote winners going to go against the lowest winning vote getter from this week one. So basically you have 13 votes from orange is going to go against the nine votes from lavender. Nine was the lowest vote getter of all the winners from we, from round one. Um, so, okay. so yeah, so round two is going to be green versus lavender, tan versus sky blue, peach versus brown, and then orange is actually not going to be in the tournament for round two. They get a bye to, to round three. Um, and that's going to get us back to four so that we can actually have a normal tournament mm-hmm. now that we're, now that we're self-correcting here as we go. Okay. Kind of a cluster, um, but yeah, we kind of we 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 steered back on course. Yeah, it's okay. It's just not that serious. But I, it always kind of I my I get this head tilt looking at the scores, and I'm like, well, how did one list get nine and eight, and then other lists got seven and ten? Yeah, some people only voted for their own instead of the whole the whole thing. Come on, people, vote for all the lists. That's the only way it makes it works. Well, okay. maybe maybe they will next time because they they know how we're doing the seating. Well, actually, yeah, it's to your advantage to not vote for everybody else now, I guess. So technically, we're we're re- rewarding bad behavior. Oh well, whatever. Yeah. Maybe they can't read so fast and they didn't know to hold the, the screen down. <laughs> this is this is breaking news here on how to use Instagram from from Laura. <laughs> it was for me, okay. <laughs> Technology challenged and. It's because I just don't care, really. Yeah. I like Instagram reels, though. I got to say, I will just pass the time watching Instagram reel, reels that have funny cat videos or people taking diggers or like hedgehogs or like pigs. I love piglets. That's the shit that makes me laugh, though. Like, if it's a serious video or political, I just keep going. But if it's something funny, I'm just sharing it with people and laughing my head off. I love Instagram reels. So there you go. Ooh. Tip it. All right. All right. We're going to move on to the powerlifting situation. Are you ready? I'm ready. You're competing at the state meet in the open division and are the heaviest lifter in your weight class. You're active duty and can exceed the military American record squat. Likely on your second attempt, but the others are out of reach. How might this affect your strategy? Simple, I think, because with the new record uh, policy, you can chip any American record that you're eligible to chip. So even though I'm in the open division, I'm eligible to chip 
uh, a military American record, even though I'm only in the open. So if I am the heaviest lifter in my weight class, that means I do not have body weight advantage. That means I cannot tie and win my weight class. I have to outlift them by two and a half kilos, except now that I can ship this military American record squat, I actually could add that chip, the 0.5 kilos. And now that gives me essentially the same thing as a body weight advantage. Cause I don't have to do two and a half kilos more on my total. I, that half kilo would put me above ahead of them. So if I can, if I can break it on my second attempt, I'm chipping it. You know, if, if I'm planning to go two Oh five, like two Oh five is my second, I'm going to go two Oh five point five on my second attempt. And if my third attempt is, you know, planning to be, 217 and a half, I'm going to go 218.0. That way I get that half kilo chip added to my total at the end of the meet. And that basically gives me the body weight advantage, even though I'm the heaviest lifter, because I have that half kilo advantage over everybody else that can't chip that. That's how it changes my strategy. I go, you know, I add the chip every opportunity I can. Now it wouldn't make sense really to go instead of going 205, it wouldn't make sense to go like, um, 207.0 cuz now I'm only I'm essentially going 0.5 kilos less than the two and a half kilos I would need to to be in ahead of them so you know taking the minimal chip possible that way you have to lift the least amount possible to get that uh half kilo advantage on your total at the end is is the way I would go there especially since I have no option of you know based on the scenario here I have no option of making uh, any of the other American records. So that's my only opportunity to chip during the squat. So, you know, I need to know that going in and I need to take advantage of it going in, uh, during squats. Cause a lot of people, you know, they don't think about it until afterwards, like, Oh shoot. You know, as I'm about to pull my third deadlift, it would have been nice if I added the half kilo to my squat. Cause then I didn't, I won't need to pull this extra two and a half kilos. So, you know, just knowing how it works and knowing what the strategy is ahead of time is, is beneficial. Makes sense. Chip away, chippa. Chip away, chippa. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm punchy. Uh, so, new lifter tip. Know how long it takes you to warm up at a meet and plan accordingly. Wow, sounds kind of obvious, but... Yeah, it, it does. It sounds obvious until, you know, you're, you're doing a 30-minute warm-up during flight A that only has six lifters. And six lifters with three attempts each is roughly 18 minutes. So you're trying to do a 30 minute warm up routine in 18 minutes. So, you know, it's important to know how long it takes you to warm up, but it's also important to be able to figure out how long the flight before you is going to take. So you can time that accordingly. So, you know, roughly, roughly 60 seconds per lifter is, you know, not always the case, but it's a pretty good average to plan. So if you got, you know, a flight of 10, you know, that's 10 times three attempts, that's 30, 30 lifters, 30 minutes, roughly, you know, if it's six again, it's 18. So it's important to know those numbers and be able to do that math. And if it takes you, if it, you know, if you know, it takes you 50 minutes to warm up your squat, which we have a couple of lifters that it takes that long, you probably got to start before the flight before you actually starts lifting because most of those flights don't take that long. So you got to kind of know right. when to jump in, when to get rolling. You also need to know how big your flight is and where you are in that flight for your first attempts, because you could be the first lifter in your flight, or you could be the last lifter in your flight. And that makes a big difference or could. Yeah. 
for sure. That's all I got. Ditto. Cool. Easy enough. You know, we get it done. We get in, say what we need to say, get the hell out. Don't yep. waste time. Agreed. Cool. So uh, round two voting is going to be this weekend. I- I'm going to start saying weekend because I'm planning for Saturday, but I'm not going to promise Saturday because it just might not happen. Um, hell, it might not happen on Sunday. The plan is this weekend. Long story short, look for it voting at PL Ballads Podcast on Instagram sometime this weekend. Please vote for all of the lists. And there's also a link in our highlights, story highlights on Instagram, where you can actually go through and play the list, find the link to Spotify of all the driving songs, if you're not sure what some of the songs are. Other than that, uh, oh, I guess we can announce it now. This is new information. James is stepping down from coaching with us as of the end of April, but Wade Johnson is starting to coach with us as of May 1st. So we're losing a James. We're gaining a Wade. If you have to lose James, uh, that sucks, but Wade, wow. That's a great ad. Yeah. So he's, he's starting on May 1st with us. And uh, if you're looking to get coached by him, you can definitely, Reach out at teamroar.com and click the little get started button and we'll get you hooked up. Who who is Wade worked with? That's like uh, notable. Uh Jen Milliken. He's worked mm-hmm. with um Ahmed Hassanin, I think is how you say his last name. He's mm-hmm. a big equip lifter. Made a uh trying to think and Jennifer Milliken. And Jennifer Milliken. didn't I just say her? <laughs> I could just yeah, I just want okay. to say her again because Got it. Jennifer Milliken. I mean, yeah. right now yeah, he's worked with a lot of people over the years. Um, years. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. he's an, he's an awesome addition. Uh, I think he, I think he's going to fit well because to a degree, James and I are kind of the same personality a little bit. I mean, we're not, but we're, we're similar, but Wade has a very, Wade has a very warm, comforting voice is uh i think what he says but but he gives he has a different perspective on things like that it is good it's it's uh it's going to be a good fit i think having you know myself daria and wade i mean i think we're all kind of a different personality bring a little bit something different to the coaching staff so i think it'll be actually Mm -hmm. a a good a good fit Mm, i agree that's great and i'm excited about team roar weekend coming up because it's like yeah it's coming up it's coming up like what five weeks now something like that yeah is it that soon dang i gotta get I some stuff know. ready but yeah it's uh it's coming up quick and i think we're we have 13 people confirmed coming and we got like another seven maybes i think awesome. that that's i guess that's 13 of our lifters confirmed we may have some significant others coming as well so it'll be fun it's gonna be a good time yep. I'm looking forward to it same awesome awesome all right well until next week josh for I'll talk to you. Bye now. Later. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.